How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight Pulliam has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday once again. My mom is actually talking on the mic. Who knew? (laughs) Welcome, Mommy. Thank you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And of course, Ella, oh, you're saying hi. Ella is waving. Oh, Ella's (laughs) waving and smiling at James. Say hi. (laughs) <clears throat> well, excuse me in advance. I know I sound a little manly and conge- This is my sexy bedroom voice today. <laughs> also known as the weather is confused, the trees are confused, the uh, the pollination, all of it is confused, and I'm having allergies in almost November. Who knew? 80-degree weather. 80-degree weather. Like, it's funny. The top of the month, I kept, like, looking outside, and even if it looks a little gloomy or rainy, like, Dressing completely inappropriately, meaning that I would like throw on a sweatshirt and some thinking like it was thinking outside. it was cold. <laughs> then I would get there and like be dying, like trying to peel off clothes. I made that mistake when we went to the pumpkin patch mm-hmm. um, over Saturday. the weekend. Yes. It was so much fun. We went to the pumpkin patch and did the hayride, and Ella was waving at the horses and the ducks and the, the, the we saw all chickens and lambs and. Mm-hmm. Cheap and you name it. In the puppet show. In the puppet show, and it was a really, really great time. Um, but no, I finally gotten in that it is still summer. It's still summer, Alabu. In Georgia. Yes. It is 80 degrees. But <clears throat> with everything going on, because my voice is a little suspect as you can hear, and I don't want it to get any worse, <clears throat> we're gonna keep things a little shorter today. However, I wanted to devote this show to good news. My mom is laughing because we have this running thing. Like my mom loves to watch the freaking news. Like morning, noon, and night, she'll wake up. And then I'm looking at her, I'm like, mom, the reason you have anxiety is you be like, don't you, you gotta lock the door. <laughs> yeah, you laughing because you know I'm right. Did you hear about that person who got carjacked at the gas station? Did you? I'm like, ma, stop. I do this because you guys don't, and I want to make you aware of what's going on. Mom. I need you to be a little more focused on your surroundings. But I know are. you are. But what you need to understand, see all though, y'all, you know, packing and got your concealed weapons permits and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. But folks just crazy. But what you need to understand and also. And I will wear orange for my children, like you say. I know. I will wear orange. But this is what I need you to know, is that thoughts, thought, word, and deed. I know. It manifests in your to your reality. Mm. I'm not saying that yes, there aren't things that happen, and it's not about mm. living with your head in the clouds. But I'm very clear that when you focus on those things, you pull them to you. So I have no desire to continue to focus on the negativity, and a lot of it 
is programming. Like well, when they continue to tell certain stories, yeah. I don't have an interest in falling into it. So, <clears throat> well, I'm not worried about any of that because I pray every day, all day, a couple times a day. I cover you guys. Yeah, you be praying because you're scared as hell, <laughs> thinking someone's gonna no, bust in the back I just door. God, to cover all of y'all. I name all of y'all by name. I have my daily affirmation, my morning affirmations that I do, and you know, so. Yeah. Well, with that being said, today we are going to talk about the good news. So did you know that you can actually, so I was like, because a lot of times I don't, I I wanted to know, like, what are the happy things going on in this world? We have Vegas, we have this and we have that. Um, But let me start. My first piece of good news, it comes from um, U.S., not USA, I'm sorry. It comes from today.com. Ella. Today.com. NFL rookie Deshaun Watson donates first game check to Harvey victims. Nice. I thought that was really amazing. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie. He is a rookie. Yes, baby. He is a rookie um, for the Houston Texans, and he's a quarterback. And his first game check was $27,353, and he donated it to three of the women nice. who worked um in did like catering and stuff at the stadium mm-hmm. to help them get back on their feet oh, because nice. they had lost everything in the flood. And I thought that was really, really amazing and spectacular. And part of him deciding to pay it forward was when he was younger, his family was a recipient of a Habitat for Humanity home. Oh, wow. So he wanted to do his part in paying it forward. And I just wanted to say, you know, I wanted to share that because with so many people focusing on those who were, you know, hurt, hurting and harming other people, let's talk about the people who were who were doing, doing good things. Doing good things. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Mama? You agree, Ella? What do you think, Mom? Silence. <laughs> well, let me give you a little more. Watson, um, he had a single mother, and she'd applied for a home through um, Habitat for Humanity, and her, they're originally from Georgia. And they've been living in public housing, and that was their first opportunity to have a home of their own. And he wanted to help. He graduated from Clemson. That's where he played football. (laughs) And, yeah. And uh, the three women who he helped, of course, were overjoyed, emotional, and excited. And there's a clip of that if you go on today.com where you can see him handing the check over with ribbons tied around the envelopes to these women. So that is my first good news story of the day. I have another good news story. Chef Jose Andreas. Did I say that correct, James? Jose Andreas. Andreas. Jose Andreas. He is um, a celebrity chef, and he has been on the ground in Puerto Rico, and he has handed out for free over 130,000 meals. Wow. And counting to people in Puerto Rico who were victims. Now, I don't want to even use the word victims, but, you know, they lost everything because of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And what I love most about his story is that this is something that he does. This isn't just this one time. You know, a lot of times people don't get credit for the good work that they're doing, but he started a foundation called World Central Kitchen. And his team, him and his team, their aim um, is was to start providing with 50,000 meals um, a daily out of multiple locations across the island. And it has grown 
everyone from, I believe, Kraft, and so many people have donated food to them. And Goya donated food. Yeah, Ella, Ella you talking? You talking? What are you- Ella, so. This is to the moms out there. Sometimes your baby just comes to work with you, and this is what you do. Grandma is here. Grandma's on the show, so the two caregivers are here. So y'all are just gonna have to listen to Ella talk too today. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I thought that was really, really amazing. Um, and they are just out there doing it, and good food too, like chicken paella, and you name it. I was like, can I come stand in line so that I can get a plate? I'm just kidding. The people who need it, but the food, my point is the food looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And not only has he done um, this in Puerto Rico, but also in Haiti after the earthquake. Um, He's in Houston. He was one of the first responders to help donate food. And he was actually a Spanish-born chef who became a naturalized U.S. citizen in 2013. So... Kudos, kudos. And can I just say this? If anyone out here somehow knows Chef Jose Andreas, I would love, love to come help and work. Granted, you know, I'm not official in terms of having gone to culinary school, but, you know, I could do some pretty good things in the kitchen. And I would love to help in any way that I can, being there um, with the people, helping to cook the food, helping to pass out the food. So you want to come too, Ella Boo? Okay. Well, Ella says that she would like to come as well. Mom, you coming? Of course. (laughs) Are you ready for my next piece of good news, Mom? Yes, I am. Okay. So, in the news, I think a lot of people, you may have seen this on, like, Instagram, social media, about the little girl, I believe her name was Jasmine, um, who was kidnapped. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly where she was kidnapped from. She's a teenager. Baby. My link isn't working on my thing. Sorry. I have I listen, I was prepared today. I even have links and everything. Done. Find my link. Oh, here it is. So on sunnyskies.com, they are talking about the gentleman um Earl Mel Mel how do you say M E L C H E R T? Melchert? Melchert? Melchert maybe? Earl. So we're going to call you Earl. Earl um, was the, actually the gentleman um, who he was supposed to be working managing a fertilizer plant, but he forgot a diesel can that he needed to fill. I'm reading this from Sunny Skies. So he left work and drove to his home in Alexandria, Minnesota to grab it. As he prepared to head back to work, he saw something moving in his field about a half mile away. And he said, I thought at first it was a deer, he said in an interview. It turned out to be 15-year-old Jasmine Block, who had disappeared on August 8th from her home, about 30 miles from um, Earl's home. So he found the girl um, who actually had been abducted and held, I guess, nearby for the past several days. And she had gotten away from her abductors and ran through the woods, had actually had to swim across the lake to be seen by him on his property. Found her. She was returned successfully to her family. They had a reward of $5,000, of $7,000. $2,000 came from her family and 5000 from an anonymous donor that had been put up, you know, beforehand, you know, if mm-hmm. anyone has information leading to finding where she is. Mm-hmm. So the police department, you know, she found her, got her back to her family, um, gave him the reward, and on the day they presented him the check, 
he decided to give it to Jasmine and her family oh, wow. because he said, you know what? They <clears throat> need it a lot more than I do. And that just warmed my heart because so few people, you know, given that mm-hmm. sort of blessing, don't even have the force, foresight to think, you know what? Let me give it to this little girl who suffered mm-hmm. uh, unthinkable so that this can be a little help for her and her family. See, yes. look, they got some good news Ooh. out there, Mommy. Oh, oh, oh. I love it. So you know what you can do, Mom? What? Instead of always watching the doom and gloom news, Google good news and give me one good news story a day. Okay. Can we, can we make that agreement? Okay. Ella likes it. <laughs> Ella, you think that's what Grandma should do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ella thinks it's a great idea. Um. Okay. And as part of the good news, all three men involved in the kidnapping have been arrested. Nice. Say yay. Can you say yay? Not today. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yay. yay. Go, Ella. Go, Ella. Yes. So we have even international good news. Did you know that there's actually something called world good news? I found it all today. I was determined. So my next piece of good news is a barber in Quebec, Canada, our neighbors to the north. Um, he this, this has been on Instagram as well, and I saw it where it was a photo of a little boy who has autism, and the barber is cutting his hair, and they're laying on the floor. And the barber is um, – it kind of went viral over the last couple days. But the barber's name – is Franz, uh, Barbara Franz Jacob has found ways to distract and relax six-year-old Wyatt, who is hypersensitive when it comes to having his hair touched. So Jacobs actually has several regular clients that do have autism. And what's so special about him, and it's funny because if you look at the picture of this gentleman, and what I'm going to do is I'll, I'm going to post some of these pictures on my Instagram or screenshots of them. And so often we judge a book by its cover. But if you look at the gentleman who's doing these haircuts, he's like tatted up, beard, face tats, pierced, the whole nine. But he specializes. He has several clients who have autism. Mm. And for each one, he takes an individual approach to how to help them and how to cut their hair. And this little boy, he looks like he's maybe about 10 years old. And he locks the door to his his um, barber salon, so each person is in there by themselves, and does whatever it takes, you know, to create the environment that is most supportive, um, welcoming, and conducive for each one of his little clients. Wow! And um, Wyatt's mom, he's she. Wyatt is the youngest, and she's just so grateful because she. She doesn't, like, this is the one time and place where she can come and doesn't have to facilitate, doesn't have to do. Mm-hmm. She knows that he's safe in his hands. You know, she's there when he gets his hair cut. But basically, um, Jacob, Franz Jacob, like, follows him around. Like, let's Wyatt dictate, and he just kind of, every opportunity, gets a cut here, gets a cut there. I was like, wow. And his hair actually turned out That's pretty patience. cute. That's some real patience mm-hmm. right there. But this is the photo, Mommy. Look. Have you seen that on Instagram? Oh, no. Certainly. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. 
So I thought that was really, really incredible. Um, and she said, yeah, the mom said he takes care of everything and she doesn't have to even get involved. And it just takes a load off of her shoulders. So just the little things. Um, yes. 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 You want to say something? Really? Doll baby? <laughs> so Ella's talking today. Ella has a new doll she's she reaching is, for. Yes. You want doll baby? <laughs> yeah, she smiled. She names doll baby. It's doll. Then her other favorite is Bunny, and his name is Bunny. Yeah, doll is Bunny. So everything is named what it is, apparently. But hey, it works for her, so it works for us. Um, so I'm going to come back. Th oh, speaking of dolls, that was actually the perfect segue. The next story that I found, this lady named Kay Black, and she is making dolls with different skin conditions and different differences. Like she made a really beautiful doll for a little girl who had, I think it's called vitiligo. Did I say it correctly? It's the skin disease where vitiligo it's where you'll have like blot like if you're mm -hmm. say you're a black woman and you're there's that model winnie i can't remember and then you'll have the white blotches on your mm -hmm. face mm -hmm. i think michael jackson they said had mm -hmm. it and you know some other notable people but if you think about that how important it is for children to see like things that look like them mm -hmm. so she takes yeah you're talking a doll this as she's talking to her doll they, she takes secondhand dolls that she gets from. I'm sorry. Here, mommy. Mommy, sorry. Here she is. She takes secondhand dolls and then she transforms them, transforms them into whatever her clients need. So in this case, she made a doll. Um, yeah, Kay's custom dolls. Kay's custom dolls. Celebrate diversity and inclusiveness. Nice. Love, love, love. So she's also done dolls. You know, for children that are albinos. Mm -hmm. You sing hi. Yes. Ella is up and at it today, buddy. Ella, we have, to, we have to talk to Kay and say, Kay, can you make an Ella doll? A doll <laughs> that looks like Ella Boo? Yeah. Doll, yes. Yeah. She loves this little doll. What I do is, yeah, when we went, we were in Target, you know, one of my favorite stores. And um, I'll pull different dolls or different, like anytime I like to try to give, I like to give her the option, even if I'm picking out snacks and I'll say, okay, I'll pick out two versions and then whichever one she gravitates to and she grabs is the one that I buy. So I gave her a choice of like three different dolls and this little doll mm -hmm. is the doll that she picked. I don't know that I would have even picked this doll. <laughs> But she loves this little doll. <laughs> so we are just going to rock with it. Yeah. It is her favorite doll ever. What's her first doll, huh, Mom? It really is. It's her usually, first she's doll. She's had bunny and she's had. Caterpillars mm -hmm. and all types of other stuff, bears. But this is her first doll. And this doll is everything to her. Well, we're going to come to our last few little stories. Actually, I kind of have a lot. What do you guys want to hear? Did you hear about Michael Jordan giving seven yes, million dollars? I, I sure did. You did? Yes. So I Michael Jordan gave seven million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Doll baby. So se- Michael Jordan gave $7 million to um, Charlotte in Charlotte, North Carolina to mm-hmm. build hospital, to build health care facilities for under the underserved community. Mm-hmm. At risk areas. At risk areas. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that because health care is one of those things that a lot of people take for granted mm-hmm. that you don't realize that so many people actually don't have access to it. Yeah. When you have ac- excuse me, when you have access to it, you sometimes forget how few people don't. Mm-hmm. So he has donated seven million dollars. Hold on one sec. Now it's time. It's booby snack time, y'all. But <laughs> he has partnered Michael Jordan. And this I found on the Good News Network. There's one of those guys. Hornets owner Michael like Jordan. Right. Polly. Okay, as we digress, Polly was a movie that I did for Disney a long, long time ago. We should we should find a clip from Pop Mom. You look like you're trying to find one right now. You know. It- <laughs> okay. Keep talking. I'll find it. You know she's finding it because you know I play it for Ella all the time. Yeah, it's a musical, and she loves the music from it. So she might start. She really up, a turn stand up. up. Yes, Polly was a remake of Pollyanna that Disney that I did um, for Disney. How old was I, Mom? Mm. Ten. I was yeah, I was like ten, eleven, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. and uh, Felicia Rashad actually played my aunt Polly. Um, Debbie Allen, directed. Debbie Allen directed. Brandon, At- there were so many T.K. Carson and mm-hmm. Vanessa Bell Calloway. Mm-hmm. There were so many amazing people in it, but it was a musical, and um, there was a whole scene about the good news in terms of church. So that's what Mom keeps yes, thinking about. It is. So I'm sh- I'm going to let her find that, but I'll I'll tell you more about. Um, the Michael mm-hmm. Jordan in North Carolina. So Novant Health um, is expected on Monday to announce Jordan's personal gift, which will fund Novant Health Michael Jordan Family Clinics to be built in North and Northwest Charlotte. So they are in the process of doing that, and the clinics will target a crescent-shaped region, hugging roughly an area north of uptown skyscrapers, home to some of the city's densest concentrations of poverty, opening of the clinics is projected for late 2020. Um, and let's see what else. And it said that Jordan was largely largely spurred by a 2014 study from Harvard and the University of California at Berkeley that found poor children in Charlotte have the worst odds of those in any big city to lift themselves out of poverty. That report which stunned many of the community, led to the creation of a Charlotte-Mecklenburg task force charged with identifying ways to address the city's economic mobility problems. So mm. how about that? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited. Okay, so I had to tell this story, personal story. Michael Jordan is, like, my favorite. He was, like, my biggest crush Growing up, oh my gosh, I had everything. The wheat mom said the Wheaties box. Yes, I did save the Wheaties box with Michael Jordan on it for forever. Forgot she's supposed to take the cereal out the inside (laughs) so you don't get bugs and everything. But (laughs) I have to this day, like, I guess that's a lot of times people don't understand. Like, you'll see me in like Jordans. Like, I have a collection of Jordans and I will always keep a collection of Jordans because, yes, that is how I feel about Michael Jordan. 
And I will never forget the day that I met Michael Jordan. I won't either. <laughs> I was so excited. So in the debate that I had to go through to decide which pair of Jordans I was going to wear to meet Michael Jordan. <laughs> I know that's silly, but let me live. <laughs> My, James is back here laughing at me. <laughs> and then, you know, I was really excited because he was like, Oh, you've grown up to be really beautiful. I was like, oh, my God, Troy, my God, Troy, look at my booty. Ah! I know, I'm being silly, I'm being silly. But it was just, it just let me live. It made me happy. That was just like one of those childhood dreams (laughs) that came to fruition that I will never forget. (laughs) What you got to say, Mom? I know you got something to say. You don't have nothing to say? Nothing to say. You're just going to shake your head. You know that they can't see you, Mom. You have to talk. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, goodness. Okay. So my last last little bit of good news. Why are you laughing at me, Mom? Oh, you can't. Fine. <laughs> last bit of good news. So I found this other, when I was looking for, like, happy news, thegoodblacknews.org. It was a, it was, it's a, a website that was founded because there was a lack of positive news about African-American people out there. Um, so I don't, I'm trying to remember the lady's name because I also read an article about this um, who started. Excuse me for not having that information, but if you go to, it started on Facebook, actually, Mom. I know you like the Facebook. I used to go on it a lot, but I don't go on it as much as I used to. Oh, you since don't? Since I've discovered Instagram. Oh, Lord. Every time I think of Facebook, I think of that commercial where they were like, um, I'm putting the photos to my wall. You know, the one it's like the old woman in the nursing home and she's literally oh, yes. like putting them up on <laughs> yes. the wall. And she's yes. like, that's not how it works. <laughs> I'm befriend. I'm unfriending you. I'm taking you off my wall. <laughs> so I love that. Well, this was actually, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Hold on. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. <coughs> I'm going to have to cut real quick. Okay. Okay. So now that we are back from that little coughing attack, we had to take a break. But, so yes, the Facebook lady, this is my wall. So the goodblacknews.org was started on Facebook, but they have a website now that you can go to goodblacknews.org and find all types of just like, Feel good stories. So Chance the Rapper, I really, I've never met him, but I would love to because he's doing so much um, in terms of give back and arts and philanthropy. And he has just partnered with Lyft, you know, the the rideshare group, Mm -hmm. to raise funds to support Chicago public schools. I watched that on Good Morning America on the news. The one. Why don't you share that story then, Mom? Mom wants to share the story of, did you hear about the baby that got kidnapped? No, Mommy, I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> so tell me about this story, Mom, since you read, you heard about it on Good Morning America. I'm listening. Mom, you got to get off your phone. You got to tell the story. Uh, I'm not on the phone. Okay. You are on um, the phone. I'm looking at you. Okay, what, what is it that you You about? heard about Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. on Good Morning. You're still on the phone. Okay. You have to focus, Mommy. I am. 
No, you're not. Okay. She's still on. The, yeah, Ella's even telling you. <laughs> so can you tell me about the story for Chance the Rapper? Um, they were just talking about, is it Chicago, I believe? Yeah, Chicago is, Public yeah. Schools. So basically, if you if you ride on Lyft, you have the opportunity to round whatever your amount is to the nearest dollar. So like, let's say you're was $21.57. You can round it to 22 and that portion will go to the charity of your choice. And right now, they're partnering with Chance the Rapper um, Fund to support Chicago Public Schools. So it's the New Chance Arts and Literature Fund. Yes, baby. It's devoted to creating and expanding Chicago arts education programs. It is the first local organization Lyft is supporting through the Roundup and donation feature. Nice. You think so too, baby? You liked it? We got to get Camp Kizzy on the uh, Lyft Roundup, mommy. Mm-hmm. Got it. Let's get on that. And the last good news story for today. So my last good news story. I feel like so often, you know, in this climate, it's all about race. It's about you know, African, uh, there, there's a lot of focus on police brutality in terms of with African-American ben, men and boys. And, you know, the narrative is that normally black men aren't doing right. Well, five Xavier University students that look like any little boy, I mean, not little boy, but, you know, they're college-age students that you would see or young man that you would see out, uh, they were driving and they came across a horrible accident in New Orleans. Xavier University is, you know, in Louisiana and the five students um rushed to save they, mm-hmm, yes. there was a car crash. There was a car crash mm-hmm. and they rushed to save the two people who were in the car crash who probably would not have made it mm-hmm. had they not thought quickly. They actually the car had flipped over, hit a pole and fallen down an embankment. They made a human chain of the five of them to be able to reach the car down the embankment. Um, this whole time, because it did hit a, the car did hit a utility pole, had knocked the live wires off of the pole and were right nearby. So they didn't realize that they went into help mode without realizing mm-hmm. that they were, in fact, putting them their own lives in danger. And it was kind of cute because on Good Black News... They they asked the guys about that, and so one of the boys was like, "His mom is going to be mm-hmm. like, you could have been shocked as well." <laughs> but probably he said, "His mom is probably going to be mad I went down there, but she's going to be happy that I help people out just being there." Mm-hmm. So they were able to pull the two people from the car and kind of help stabilize them until the emergency vehicles were able to reach them. And I just want to say kudos and just amazing job. Um, I want to say the gentleman's name. Um, Let's see. Without us, he probably would have bled out. And they said without us, the gentleman in the car probably would have bled out and stayed in the car until police got there. So McKeevion, Kenbrew, Moses Michael, Ronald, Haroon, Demetrius Brown, and another Xavier student that they don't name in this article. I just want to say good job, guys, for springing into action, for thinking quickly, 
and helping yeah. to save lives. So that's all the good news I have for today. That's it. Clap it up for the good news. Clap it up for the good news. So even though there are a lot of crazy things going on out there, if you look for the good, you will see it. You will find it. So let's start celebrating the great that people are doing out there. Let's start talking about it because you can change the narrative and you can change the focus just by what you choose to speak life into. Ella's clapping it up. Yes, she is. Clap it up some more, Ella. Clap it up some more, Ella. Ella is clapping. Yay! (laughs) Well, this is Candidly Keisha, and I hope that... Yay! Yay! I hope that sharing this little good news has just brightened your day and given you a smile. And I charge you to share some good news with those people around you. And I feel like from here on out, I would love to incorporate one piece of good news in every Candidly Keisha. So we're going to incorporate the good news. Tell them, baby. The happy news from here on out. It's another amazing Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. This is Candidly Keisha, and we'll be right back right here next Friday. Say woohoo. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.